You guys, it's the 10th episode of the Blessed Beauty Podcast, episode number 10. Welcome. So this one is going to be kind of fun. I got an email from a listener from Lori, and she said, I'm loving your show. I love your simplistic approach when it comes to skincare, but I've never really taken care of my skin properly before. My question is, what would you recommend if I just wanted to start from scratch? I'm talking a bare bones skincare routine. I don't want to spend a lot of time or money. I want nothing more than say three or four products max. And I don't want to spend more than five minutes each morning and evening. What do you recommend? Thanks so much. Love, Lori. Lori, you are hardcore, girlfriend. No more than three or four products in total? Let's see if we can tackle this one. Let's get started. Hey there, I'm Jennifer, and I've been a makeup artist and a licensed esthetician for over 20 years. I know firsthand how confusing and overwhelming the beauty industry can be. And if you're distracted by all the noise, advice, and advertising fluff from all of the beauty blogs and the websites and the reviews and the videos and the social media influencers, and if you're struggling with trying to understand how your skin works and you need help choosing and applying the right products, then you, my friends, are in the right place. If you love skincare and makeup, but at the same time, you just want a simple yet effective skincare and makeup routine that actually works, that saves you time, money, and effort, but still allows you to look fantastic. If you want to focus on your God-given beauty while striking a balance between self-care and vanity, it's all here on the Blessed Beauty Podcast. Let's get started. Welcome to the show, everybody. So Lori's question is something that I'm feeling, and I know a lot of you listening feel the same way because there's just too much out there. There's an oversaturation of information. There's oversaturation when it comes to influencers try to show you, you know, products, different things they want you to buy, different things that you think you should be using. And everyone's like, okay, like how did people take care of their skin for millennia? without having a 10-step Korean skincare routine. <laughs> you know what I mean? There had to be beautiful women in the year 1321, okay, that had beautiful skin that didn't have uh, all the things we have when you walk into a Sephora or a Walgreens. So if you're of that mindset and you want to look nice, you want to look beautiful, you want your skin to look nice, but you want a bare bones routine, is that possible? I say yes, it is possible to an extent. Okay. Uh, that's my little disclaimer. I mean, if you want to go above and beyond, you can without spending too much more money than what I'm going to describe here. But I'm, like I said, I'm feeling Lori, right? She wants something bare bones and she's tired of all the hoopla and all the craziness. And she probably just wants to start from scratch and just not spend a lot of time, money, and know that she's doing right by her skin. So, okay. Let's get started. You want a bare bones skincare routine. You want to spend anywhere from $30 to $60. And I am going to say that you can't really get a quality skincare routine for $20 or less nowadays. Sad to say, you cannot. I have walked into big box stores like uh, Target, like Walgreens, like uh, Walmart, just any drugstore, right? Like drugstore skincare. Drugstore skincare is getting expensive, y'all. It really is. Drugstore skincare now 
is about as expensive as something would be in Sephora, say, five years ago. It is crazy. I walked into Walmart the other day, Christmas shopping for my family. And upcoming uh, Merry Christmas to you all. Yes, I'm <laughs> I'm all over the place. I apologize. Um, my husband is home from his work overseas, and he has um, a day out with the kids. They are at the movies right now, giving Mama much-needed time to record episodes. So I'm kind of all over the place. I've been just, yeah, it's a little crazed, but still doing my Advent Amen Meditations. Like I mentioned to you last episode. So if you haven't already, go to the app store in either your iPhone or your Android phone or whatever it is. Download the Amen app. Start listening to those Advent meditations to get you in the right place for Christmas. I don't care if it's uh, two days before or the day of. Just they're still beautiful. Listen to them. But I digress. Okay. So yes, walking into a Walmart just the other day and I saw a serum from Olay that was literally $29. $29. Okay. It's crazy. So you're going to spend some money at the drugstore. So that's why if you want a bare bones routine, you're going to have to be very strategic. And what do I recommend? Okay, first and foremost, you need yourself a multitasking cleanser. Now I went into a lot more detail in episodes two, three, and four, talking about how many times a day do you need to wash your face? Do you have to do it twice? No, the answer is no. For like eight, you know, 90% of us, you do not have to. But if you want to go back, episodes two, three, and four, I go into a lot more detail about how to wash your skin properly, how to do it correctly at night. Do you have to do it twice a day? No. Do you have to do it in the morning? No. So, Get yourself a good multitasking cleanser. You need something. If you want a bare bones routine, you need something that's, that is going to gently and effectively clean your skin, but it also needs to remove makeup and sunscreen. And I say this caveat here, if you do not wear makeup, that's fine. You know, we've gone into that. You don't have to wear makeup every day if you don't want to. Heck, you don't have to wear makeup at all if you don't want to. However, if you have skin and you live on planet Earth, which I'm pretty sure you meet two of those qualifiers, you should be wearing SPF of a minimum of SPF 30 every day on your face and neck, you know, hands, arms, what have you, areas that are exposed to the sun, even incidental sun exposure while you're walking outside quickly or driving, you need SPF to avoid skin cancer, pigmentation, wrinkling, all of the above. So at the very least, you need a cleanser that is going to be able to remove makeup and sunscreen. And I would say get yourself a very good cream cleanser, a balm type cleanser, or a gel cleanser that is very mildly foaming, that rinses, and all these three should be able to rinse easily, okay? And these types of cleansers will be able to remove eye makeup if you wear it. And if you have a cleanser that is a cream, balm, or a gel that removes makeup and SPF, you can use it twice. The first time to remove the makeup or the SPF and the second time to clean your skin. And that is to be done in the evening, okay? And if you are walking into a Walmart or a Walgreens, 
You can look at brands like Neutrogena. You can look at brands like Olay, CeraVe, also La Roche-Posay, and Aven. I always, always list inside the episode description when you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you look in the episode description, I talk about what the episode is about, and I often have links in that area where I have a link directly to my recommendations. So you can go and browse them and take a look. But that is what I recommend, a cleanser that is going to be able to do double duty, cleanse the skin, and is going to be strong enough, yet gentle, still gentle, and remove the makeup and the SPF, okay? Now, this is an optional product, optional, micellar waters. I have a blog article on my website where I go into detail about micellar waters, what they are and what they do. If you have never heard of a micellar water, they look like toners, like a bottle of toner, but it'll say micellar water. These products debuted about 25 years ago or so in France, and it was a French drugstore skincare product. And the reason why it came about was because it was designed to gently remove makeup off of model skin versus um, like, like, you know, models, like fashion models that were working during fashion weeks, like in Paris. And they were going through several makeup looks throughout the day. And rather than having them wash their face and have it be red, raw, and irritated in between different shows and different looks, it was a toner type product that was able to remove a full face of makeup quickly and effectively and then you know allow them to to be able to have makeup put on them for the next show or the next look or whatever they were doing so what micellar water is it's basically oil molecules that are suspended in water so they are a lot more hydrating than say if you were to use like a straight foaming cleanser or a soap on your face and you don't necessarily need a sink. You just need a cotton pad or a washcloth and the product and you, you know, put it on the cotton pad, wipe your face down and then you can kind of just go from there whether you're applying more makeup or whether you're, you know, moving on in your skincare routine. So these products are made to remove foundation makeup and they're also made to remove SPF and um, eye makeup. So these products are optional and they can do double duty. And oftentimes if I recommend a micellar water, I will say, use it as your first step, you know, use it to take off all the gunk and then go with your cream, your balm or your gel cleanser as your second step, excuse me, at night. And then just, you know, wash your face that way. Micellar waters, they, they're, they're at all different price points. I've, for example, seen micellar waters from Wet n Wild, which is, you know, one of the lower tier um, brands, although they're they're still quality. I mean, I think they got some pretty decent things, but I've seen, you know, micellar waters at $4.99 and I've seen micellar waters all the way up to, you know, $15.20 something. Um, the one that I like and recommend all the time is called Bioderma, and I do have that linked um, as one of my product recommendations in the show notes. That was one of the original brands that first came out. I will say with micellar waters, they are wonderful products, but they are not meant to be standalone products. I still believe that you do need to rinse and, um, well, I, I mean, I guess I could say rinse 
at the sink, but you also want to just use a cleanser after them. So a micellar water could be an option for you. And think of your micellar water as your facial makeup remover or your eye makeup remover. Now, if you don't want to do the micellar waters, you don't have to. You can still use that cleanser. Uh, the cream, the balm, or the gel, use that twice to remove everything. But some women like a micellar water because they feel like it more thoroughly removes their eye makeup and specifically their mascara. So if you want to use a micellar water just as an eye makeup remover, you absolutely can. And oftentimes it tends to be more gentle, especially around the delicate eye area. So you can do that and then also use it all over the face. You can also get a lightweight, uh, oil-free eye makeup remover at the drugstore. Bare Bones, uh, L'Oreal makes them, Maybelline make, makes it, uh, CoverGirl makes them, Almay makes them, Neutrogena makes them. A lot of them are just, the, 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 they'll say um, gentle oil-free remover. That's completely fine. Okay, so after your cleanser and your optional micellar water or eye makeup remover, you want an exfoliant of some kind, okay? Now, I went into detail with skincare acids in episode eight. So I really, really encourage you to go back and listen to that episode where it talks about exfoliation, why exfoliation is important, what it does for the skin, and what products you should be looking for, okay? So you will want to have an exfoliant of some kind if you want your skin to look bright, if you want your skin to be more hydrated and more readily able to accept hydration in the form of whatever products that you're using, because you don't want dead skin cells to build up on the surface of your skin to the point that if you're buying a treatment product like a light, you know, nice cream or a light serum, something nice that you want, you know, to make a difference in your skin, but it can't get in there or penetrate because you've got a lot of just dead, dull skin, you are going to need an exfoliant of some kind. And I really do think that, yes, that is the basics of a bare bones routine. What I will say is if you want a bare bones routine, do not waste your time on any type of scrub, okay? Scrubs are a bunch of nonsense. You don't want to buy these walnut apricot scrubs that you see, um, these scrubs for acneic skin at the drugstore. Scrubs are just... I'm sorry. They're just way overused. They're way overhyped. They're a very uh, messy, just not delicate way to treat your skin. More often than not, people that use scrubs on their skin, they use them daily and they're just, they're scrubbing their face like they're scrubbing a bathroom floor. Okay. I just say no. What you want is you want an acid. You want the right type of acid for your skin. So whether you're dry or oily, go back to episode eight and listen to that. But you can get yourself either an exfoliant in the form of an acid toner or an exfoliant in the form of a serum. Now, if you want a bare bones skincare routine, I would say opt for the serum because the serum is not only going to exfoliate your skin, but it's going to hydrate it at the same time. And I will have recommend recommendations. Whew, I'm having a time today. I'll have recommendations for you in the episode show notes. So we've covered so far your cleanser and your exfoliant in the way of either an acid toner or a serum. Again, if you want bare bones, I say do the serum. After that, you are going to want some type of nice lightweight lotion if you're 
on the oilier or combination skin side, or a cream if you are more drier and sensitive or mature. You're going to want that type of lightweight lotion or cream product to be used at night. You want something that contains humectants, and you want something that contains things like hyaluronic acid, niacinamide, and ceramides, things that are going to draw and hold and keep moisture in your skin and offer barrier protection. I've been asked in the past, well, I have a nice moisturizer that I like that I use during the day that is SPF 30. Can I use it at night? You can, but I would really say don't. You don't want to put um, SPF on your skin night and day if you don't need to. I always recommend physical SPFs, which is zinc oxide and sometimes titanium dioxide, but they tend to be thicker and they tend to be a little more occlusive type ingredients that just kind of sit on top of the skin. Whereas you want something that's really going to get in and deeply hydrate. Why use thicker sunscreen ingredients at night when you want a specific type of like soft, um, kind of almost like a plumpy pillowy type of cream. So La Roche-Posay makes wonderful creams for the evening. Heck, you know, there's Neutrogena, there's L'Oreal, there's tons of things you could get at the drugstore from CeraVe. Also, uh, Cetaphil has even been upping their game a bit, I've seen, putting some new things out there. Again, I'll have some drugstore links for you, but just don't use an SPF on your face at night if you don't need to. And more often than not, if you find a really good, um, all-around wonderful cream that hydrates draws moisture in and keeps moisture in, can you use it all over? Yeah, you can. For example, this Serafi original lotion that comes in either the uh, pump or the, the jar, you can use that all over your body. There is no literature out there in any reputable skincare journal anywhere that says, oh, you cannot use a body cream on your face or vice versa. A lot of it is marketing. And a lot of it is our personal preference. A lot of us like a different type of texture on our face rather than our body. But if you're looking for bare bones, can you use something all over your face and all over your body? Absolutely. I mean, do what feels good to you and don't feel like you have to buy facial and body products if you don't want to. Of course, I do because you know this is what I do for a living and I absolutely love to have both body and skincare products, but in a pinch... Like say when I'm traveling, do I use, would I use something like say a CeraVe that has hyaluronic acid and ceramides and barrier protection. And when I put it on, it feels nice and non-greasy, absorbs right in and I feel great. Would I use it on face, neck and body? Absolutely. So again, your facial cleanser, your exfoliant, and now your lightweight lotion or cream that contains your humectants, your ceramides, gives you barrier protection, and is SPF free. So you can use that all over the body or use that as your night cream on your face and body. Again, links in the show notes. And then the last product, the fourth product, if you want your bare bones routine, you need your SPF, your daytime SPF that you wear in the morning before you apply your makeup if you wear it minimum of SPF 30. I prefer physical sunscreen, meaning mineral sunscreens that are either zinc oxide or titanium oxide based, but you absolutely have to have an SPF of at least 30 
on your face during the day if you want to avoid premature aging, pigmentation, and the risk of skin cancer. So there it is, the bare bones, bare bones routine. Can you do more? Absolutely. But I'm helping a sister out because Lori wants to know what she can do to just be the bare bones minimum gal. And hey, there is nothing wrong with that. So basically what you're doing with this four product bare bones routine is you have something that will gently yet effectively clean your skin. You want something that's going to get rid of the gunk, the makeup, the SPF, the daytime uh, pollutants, the environmental pollutants, and will clean your skin without stripping it. You want something that is going to exfoliate, that is going to remove dead, dull skin, keep the skin brighter, more clearer, kind of um, ease those fine lines and wrinkles and pigmentation marks if you have them and they bother you. Uh, You know, I would say for an exfoliating serum, like I said, 5 million times, go back to listen to episode eight for how often you should be using a product of this type. But yes, I I would say, especially after 40, some type of exfoliating serum is going to be a must for you. And even if you don't care about pigmentation and wrinkles, use an exfoliating type product to help your moisturizer work better. Because again, if you've got a bunch of dead skin, the moisturizer can't really penetrate or do anything. And then get yourself a nice, uh, Uh, either lightweight lotion or cream that you can use in the evening that is going to hydrate and protect the skin. No SPF in that product. And then also get yourself a SPF of 30 to wear during the day. Now, of course, I'm not going into body sunscreens during the summer. You know, that's a completely different category where, you know, I'm not going to say just those four products for life forever. I'm just talking like on a day-to-day basis, especially, for example, now in winter, you can take your SPF 30, put it on your neck and the backs of your hands and things like that. Obviously, if it's summertime and you're going to the beach, well, you have to go ahead and buy a few dedicated body SPF type products that are waterproof for, say, pool or Sundays. Absolutely. But um, I'm pretty sure she was talking about just a facial type of regimes for bare bones. So I hope this episode was helpful to you. I know I was a little bit all over the place, but it was kind of funny to get this email because I almost felt like it was a challenge. Really? Could I tell her three or four products? Could I do it just three? And then I realized "Mm, I couldn't say just three. It had to be a minimum of four because you have to clean, you have to exfoliate, and you have to protect, and you have to hydrate and moisturize. And that's what you're doing with those four products. So I hope this episode was helpful for you. Again, all links are going to be in the show notes. I hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful Advent season. I said a rosary for all of my listeners the other day, and I'm not doing the daily rosary yet. It's been a little bit of a stretch for me to try to do it daily, but with the grace of our mother and just all of the blessings and prayers, I am really trying to move towards that. Right now, I am up to about three rosaries a week, which is a lot better than I was even two years ago when I would maybe do a rosary a month. So I hope you are well. I hope your family is well. Christmas is around the corner. God bless you. And I will speak to you very soon. Bye-bye. Hey, lady. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Blessed Beauty Podcast. And if you did, you have no idea how much it would help me if you would just share it with someone that you know would love it too. 
Or if you would even take 30 seconds and write me a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Let's get this show into the hands of more Christian women who need this kind of simple yet solid beauty advice. And if you want to dive a little deeper and you love the show and you feel like you can't find basic, helpful, or non-biased skincare and makeup advice anymore on social media, well, guess what? You're not crazy because influencers on social media, they're sponsored by the beauty companies and they are selling you sponsored products all the while offering skincare advice. That's where my masterclass nude skin comes in. You are going to find everything that you need to know about how to get and keep beautiful skin. It's all about simple beauty advice and embracing your God-given beauty. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next time.